Welcome back to the God's Vibes podcast. Hello. So great to have you here. I just got to say thank you. Thank you for tuning in, for giving yourself to the messages that are here. These are not short, cute, fluffy messages. These are deep, powerful, greatly impactful messages and testimonies every single week. And while to you, that might be free on the receiving end, it costs lots of hours. (laughs) And the greatest gift is to know that this is blessing you and that you are listening and that you are coming back. So thank you, thank you, thank you for being here, for your listenership. And I also appreciate all, every single one, every single one of the five-star ratings, the reviews. It is such a gift to know that these messages are resonating with you. So thank you for listening to God's Vibes. When you do leave a review, when you share it with a friend, this is how the podcast, how God's word, how what he's doing gets into more hearts and into more homes. And I just thank you for being generous in that way. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Generosity is actually a rare, a rare gift in the world that we live in but not you. So I just want to honor you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so, so much. I will tell you in this past week alone, (laughs) it's been insanity in the best way. I celebrated a birthday and then I was at three different conferences in different parts of the state. I was in a room of a couple hundred, then 40,000, then over 500. And it seems as if I have truly stepped into a new season. This seems to be a common message among many people that I've encountered. But the most fascinating thing about all of this, and this doesn't always happen, by the way, but in every single room, God had been unpacking similar messages. And even the burden that he gave me to speak on, and I call this a burden. If you are somebody that is releasing God's word, you know that that just doesn't come freely. (laughs) You've got to contend for that thing. You got to wrestle for that thing. You got to make sure you die to self and get out of the way and just let God have his way in front of whoever you are being graced to speak in front of. And you got to contend for that. So that actually can feel like a burden, at least to your human self, right? But the burden that I had was a, a common burden that many people had. And so it's been really fascinating to keep unpacking that. We're going to do a little bit of that today on one core theme. So get ready for that. We have two really, really important things for you to pay attention to this week. We are doing a three-day challenge. This is called the Power of the Anointing. Now, I will tell you, this honestly feels on the inside like one of the most powerful messages I have ever delivered. Uh, Not that any of them have been any less powerful, but this one really feels strong. It feels like one that we miss. It feels like one that is not talked about. It feels like one that is really easy to misconstrue and get out of context. So this is going to be very, very strong. All right. So we're going to talk about what the anointing is, what it is not. We're going to talk about how you get it, how you keep it, how you release it, how you maintain it. We're going all angles on this thing. And you do not want to miss out on that, especially if you're somebody that does want to be a witness, (laughs) an example of what is possible with God and operating in God's power, not your power in your life. This is definitely a challenge for you. You can access it inside the Courage Co. Masterclass 
bundle. So we've made this bundle a bundle on purpose. You can get access to every single challenge or masterclass that we've done and all sorts of different guest interviews. There's notes. You can listen to these on demand and you can join us live. And one of the benefits of joining us live is that you get coaching right there, right on the spot. So that's a beautiful thing to plug into. You can be with us for an entire year when you purchase that bundle and it's $197. And if you break that down for people that might have sticker shock one, I would look into that and what is being triggered for real for real beneath that. Secondly, if you break that down, that's about 50 cents a day. Okay? Are are you your personal development, your spiritual growth, is it worth 50 cents a day? maybe more. I mean, I sit and think about all of the different education that I've pursued, all of the degrees, all of the certifications, all of the books that I bought, because I don't do necessarily the books that are Kindle or anything like that. Like I buy the book and I read it and I highlight it and I underline it and I wrestle with it, right? Like just lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of money, way more than 50 cents. You are worth the investment. And I encourage you, what is in there is far greater than $197. And you can just ask a few people that are inside Courage Co. what their thoughts are. We also aren't going to be keeping it at this price for very long because of that. So just FYI, if you are hearing this right now, this is a little grace window (laughs) to get plugged in while it is this less expensive option because it will not always stay that way. All right, so Courage Co. Masterclass Bundle, plug into the power of the anointing. Secondly, we are shutting down applications for the God's Vibes Mastermind because we are opening enrollment for it, which means you can get plugged in immediately, okay? But you've got to apply to get plugged in. So the God's Vibes Mastermind, I've talked about it on different episodes. You've heard different folks talk about it. You can go to www.courageco.org to learn about it. You can also email our team, info at julianapage.com, if for any reason you have additional questions on it. We want to make sure that you feel safe, solid, supported in making a decision for your future. Now, what is in there? Unfortunately, many of us are not trained up in the way we should go. (laughs) Many of us don't actually know how to develop our character and be disciples that are found trustworthy, where God can continue to release more to us, right? So this program is divided into four different modules, and there are video trainings. There's a homework assignment for each one. I really call these empowerment worksheets because I even think the simplest things that I did in the very, very, very beginning of my relationship with God, I bought a devotional. I started reading it. I started answering the reflection questions. I started praying the prayers out loud. I started doing the work and I started seeing God show up, right? So there are empowerment worksheets for every single lesson and the modules vary from stepping into your authority, right? Reclaiming your authority and stepping into that, activating your identity, co-creating with God, expanding your capacity and increasing your influence, right? Starting to step into ownership, all right? There's a lot of different lessons in this mastermind. There's over 65 different videos, but we don't stop there. (laughs) We have a whole self-coaching section because renewing our mind is everything, 
okay? The power of your thought is very, very powerful in how you direct your life. So we have a whole section on self-coaching. We have meditations. We have different journaling prompts. Journaling is one of the greatest ways to just write yourself straight into the heart of God. So that is a beautiful section that we have in there. You actually get access to this Courage Co. Masterclass bundle that I'm talking about for free. You just get access to it. So a lot of our mastermind folks are the ones that actually join us live on all of our monthly calls. It's just an added bonus for them. There's two different bonus courses, U2.0, and this is really how you up-level your life. That seems like a strange term, but we unpack what that actually means practically so you can actually live it and benefit from it. And we also talk about launching a spirit-driven business, a spirit-led business. That's very different than building your business and running it your way. All right, so you get those courses for free. You get a 52-card declaration deck. I find these declarations are so, so powerful to have with you all of the time to be speaking and declaring God's word over your life because that is actually releasing his will over your life. So you get all of this inside the mastermind. When you apply We ask you to complete a form to apply. There's actually an application form to complete. When you do that, there is a chance to win a scholarship. You can also sew into Courage Co. and pay forward a scholarship for somebody else. So it is such a blessing when you can pay that forward, and we want to make sure that we always do that. All right, so the God's Lives Mastermind, make sure that you apply now. There is a link to apply in the show notes. You can also go to www.courageco.org. We are shutting that down this week week. So make sure that you apply. This is your last opportunity to do so. We officially start October 9th, and this is your last chance to get plugged in there. So for what it's worth, you do not want to miss this. (laughs) If you've received any email, if God has led you here, it is not random. It is not random. He is a way of getting to you, but you have to meet him there, right? We partner with God or we don't. But that partnership is on us at the end of the day. All right. So the power of the anointing challenge inside the Courage Co. Masterclass bundle, the God's Vibes Mastermind applications are shutting down. We officially launch October 9th. All right. So much goodness. So much goodness. Okay. I think that's everything as far as reminders, updates. Did I miss anything? Think we're good. Okay. Think we're good. Yeah, I think inside Courage Go, though, if you guys have not plugged into there just in general, we need one of the things that's behind Courage Go. One, the harvest is plentiful. The laborers are few. We don't have a lot of laborers. We have a lot of people that are waking up and know that this earthly thing that we're living ain't it. (laughs) And the spiritual is more natural than the natural, right? The spiritual is more real than the natural. So we need laborers. We need people that that know God, that know who they are in God, that know what they're called to, that are walking out the fullness of that call, that are risking something, right? That are actually activating their faith walk, right? Or that are learning how to do that so that they can labor in a greater way. And it's labor on purpose. This is not easy work, but it's God's work. And it's not driven by you. It is driven by him, but it will require all of you, okay? So that's one thing. Secondly, I love this scripture in Daniel, where it says that those that know their God shall be strong and do exploits. I don't know about you, but we don't need more weak people that don't know who God is and that choose to be cowards over being courageous. So Courage Go (laughs) is a space where we start growing up, 
where we start developing our character, where we start doing real and vulnerable things, and it's off social media on purpose because often social media thinks that the truth is the new hate speech, right? So we gotta make sure that we're in a space where people value truth, value it so much so that they're embracing it and they're living it in their lives, right? Because how many of you know the truth that you actually live is what matters, not how much you know, the truth that you actually live is what matters, right? People don't care what they you say. They care if you care. They care if your life models what you're preaching about. And they're on to you, right? Your life is given a sermon every single day. So we go real fast over in Courage Co. Courage Co. is on an app. So it does require that you create a password and a unique login, right? So you can put a photo there. You can put your name your email, a unique password. Then once you get in, you can join us for free small groups. We've got Good For Your Soul Sisters, Biblical Breakthrough, Friday Fire, every single week. So you definitely want to make sure that you plug into this. Community is hard to come by sometimes, especially after the pandemic. We haven't really known how to human or how to build really strong connections and friendships, and we're starved for it. So we've got areas where you can plug in. We also do prophetic prayer calls, so you can plug into that. And then you can go deeper with the Courage Co. Masterclass Bundle, the God's Vibes Mastermind, and we also have a professional life coaching certification, which you will hear more about. It officially starts in January. So there's so much that you can plug into over there. But for those of you that didn't know, there's a lot more that happens behind the scenes than this podcast. (laughs) So Courage Co. you can plug into for free. It's www.courageco.org. And all of these areas of investments are designed to meet you exactly where you are, from totally free to actually investing in yourself, okay, in a reasonable way based on the value that is in these different programs, all right? So make sure that you go check it out. If you've not, www.courageco.org, there's community over there, and there's different ways to grow and develop, all right? All right, let's go, let's go. Okay, so the common message that I kept hearing was that there's so many right now that quote unquote want to be successful. They want to hashtag win, okay? And they want to be the one. They want to be the chosen one. They want to be the promoted one. They want to be the famous one. They want to be the go-to person. They want to be the one. Now, This is a problem because what many people don't recognize and realize, or maybe they haven't lived it out personally, is that what God cares about is you being a lamb, not a lion. He's not going to promote the lion. He's going to promote the lamb because he cares about your heart. He cares about your character. And what this looks like is servanthood, servitude, being a servant, right? The greatest of these is a servant. And we actually have a model of that in Jesus, right? But these aren't fun messages. Like we're not hearing out here, die to yourself and you'll be successful. We're not hearing be a servant and you'll thrive in life, but that's actually the kingdom. The kingdom is countercultural. It does not operate in the way the world does, right? But this is how God can actually use you. So what I've seen happening in a lot of folks, right, myself included, is God has been doing a great shaking. Anyone? (laughs) Anyone feeling God shake things up, break things up, move things around? And we're kind of like, what are you doing? What is happening? Oh my God, right? Like anyone? I know for sure I'm not alone in this from 
the mastermind participants, that my coaching clients, myself, like I know <laughs> I am not alone in this, but God is shaking things up. But the important part of that is, is that he is doing it to make sure that you are broken down to your strongest state. Hear that. He's making sure that you are broken down to your strongest state. What does that mean? It means that you are actually strongest without your pride, without your ego, without your selfishness. You're actually really strong when you look like God, right? So what God has been highlighting quite a bit in all of these different arenas that I've been in just in the past week, okay? It's actually really crazy. But he is getting us back to the simplicity of the gospel and being devoted to Christ being devoted to God. Like that is it. If we are not doing that, we're missing it, right? So many times we're flashing what we got. We're flashing our bank accounts. We're flashing our house, our car, our muscles, (laughs) our clothes, whatever it is, right? We're flashing all that stuff, but none of us are actually in our Bible. None of us are actually reading it, let alone living it. We're not actually devoted to the things that we say that we care about. And this is a convicting word. It's not a call out word, but it's a convicting word. What are you actually devoted to? Because there is a high call right now to get back to the simplicity of the gospel, the good news, and to be devoted to Christ. So what he's often doing when he's breaking us down and we don't get it, sometimes we think we're doing everything right. But if we're honest, we actually have some idols happening Okay, we're worshiping other things. We're worshiping what we can do. We're worshiping that business. We're worshiping that new financial flow. We're worshiping ourselves, right? Like, but he is shaking things up to reduce us to our best and where we're strongest. And we can truly do nothing without him. We can do nothing without him. And the tragedy is that we've learned to do nothing with him. I hope somebody just heard that. We, this is a tragedy. We've learned to do nothing with him. We're just trying to do it all by ourselves. Independent, self-sufficient, self-made, hashtag self, right? We can do nothing without God. And the tragedy is that we've learned to do nothing with him. We have not recognized that he has designed us to be co-laborers. I wrote a book about this, God's Vibes Matter, co-laboring with God. We are designed to co-labor, to partner with God. The Lord set it up from day one for us to co-labor with him to make this place, earth, look like that place, heaven. We cannot make earth look like heaven if we are not partnering and co-laboring with God to do that, to release to pull down, to grab heaven solutions for earthly problems. And you're an answer to those problems. God wants to use you. But when we make it about us, we miss it. So this seamless connection for the purpose of impacting humanity is really what is beating in God's heart. He wants that to become realized. So really, really think about it. We get into this place where... Our appetite for what God can do gives us an agenda for what God is supposed to do. Oof, man, I hope you heard that. 
my appetite for what God can do gives me an agenda for what God is supposed to do. Hello. That is called controlling and manipulating God. (laughs) God is God, right? He doesn't need your agenda. He actually has a sequence to things. It's the relationship with the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit, that helps us to know God's process. So over here, that's why we talk about spirit-driven success. Spirit-driven coaching. Okay? It's really different when you coach with God. Promise you. (laughs) So sometimes God disrupts things to enforce an absolute dependence on his process. Not by might, nor by power, but by the Spirit of God, says the Lord. Not your thoughts, not your ways, because his thoughts and his ways are are above and beyond yours, right? So the Lord values the journey, the forging of the relationship over the outcomes that we're after. And we learn to respond to the subtle nuances of his leading. That's why over here we say God's vibes matter. How do we actually sift through all of the noise that will always be there and probably get louder and find God? What is God's word? What is his truth? What are his thoughts? What is his character? What is his heart? How is he moving? How do I align with that? How do I track with that? How do I partner with him? God's vibes matter. I need to be able to sift through all of that and be like, that's God. That's not God, right? Discernment, wisdom, dependence on the Holy Spirit. That's God's vibes matter. Because truly, he's trying to build something in us. But if we're in the way, how is he going to build that thing, right? So we've got to learn to recognize the mood of the Spirit. We've got to learn to recognize why the Spirit is showing up in some situations versus others. There's a response to the Holy Spirit and a cooperation with him that happens as we're in relationship. In Acts 10.38, Jesus performed miracles to show what a man could do when completely surrendered to God. He did that as a man completely surrendered to God so that we could have that faith transfer and then recognize that with God, all things become possible. With man, this is impossible, but a man with God suddenly makes things possible. So without sin and empowered by the Spirit of God, we see Jesus. And because we see that example in Jesus, we're no longer content to stay where we're at. We actually get it in our spirit that God wants to use me to partner with him to do exploits. Greater thing than these you will do. So we're no longer content just to stay in our status quo, just to stay in our own limitations. So the Lord is really grooming us into a people that are defined by the Lordship of Jesus, not by their own thoughts, ways, and desires. Accuracy of the scripture, the word of God, and the empowerment of the Holy Spirit. In John 7, 37 through 39, it talks about the promise of the Holy Spirit, right? Come to me, those who thirst. The drink in you will become a river. Which means, right, like out of the belly shall flow living waters. What that means is your nature is changing as you come to God to be a carrier of God's presence to alter the nature of the very geography around you. Not just to alter your nature, that's where it's going to start. But then when your nature is altered, that changes the nature of everything around you. Powerful. So this sequence, this model, is a Jesus that is resurrected, ascended, and glorified. That's the journey. God gives us new life, right? 
we ascend and we are glorified in him. As he is, so we are in this world. What does this mean? You only get to live where you die. Listen, you only get to live where you die. It's all about surrender. Dying to self. That is picking up your cross. There's a death here. There's a death to pride. There's a death to selfish intent. There's a death to stubbornness. There's a death to comparison, jealousy, hatred, anger, right? There's a death to these things that would kill you. And it's all about surrender. It's from surrender that God builds something in us. So a lot of times you got to shake things up and move things to destroy what is not firm on his foundation. That's why we've got to seek first the kingdom of God and all of these other things will be added unto you. It actually says all of these lesser things. So where we get caught up is we try to pursue all of the lesser things and we miss the kingdom. We, ever, we never actually seek the kingdom. And it's only when we die to ourselves that God can trust us. So the favor on your life is to benefit the people around you. Otherwise, it's wasted. And the wisdom of God is best revealed through the mundane things that we do every day. Will you be faithful? Will you be trustworthy? Will you be consistent? Will you be a good servant? The intentionality of the simple things is everything. It's also where we lose everything, right? If we can't be faithful with little things, how can God bring greater, bigger things? He won't. He won't. So what God often does is he gives us this path, a plan that resonates in his heart, right? And our heart. Then what we do is we partner with him to start bringing that thing to pass in the world. Okay? Really, really powerful. Really, really powerful. It's not just human skill and talent. The supernatural the spirit of god is involved here okay the process is not just human skill and talent the supernatural is involved like what good is it for you to have skill and talent and not have love and not have the spirit of god it's no good that's about you it's not about anybody else around you and god doesn't lay his hand on that the enemy might but god's not doing that okay in philippians 2 4 through 11 in the amplified version it says this Do not merely look out for your own personal interests, but also for the interests of others. Have this same attitude in yourself, which was in Christ. Look to him as your example in selfless humility, who, although he existed in the form and unchanging essence of God, as one with him, possessing the fullness of all of the divine attributes, the nature of deity did not regard equality with God as a thing to be grasped or asserted as if he did not already possess it or was afraid of losing it, but emptied himself without renouncing or diminishing his deity, but only temporarily giving up the outward expression of divine equality and his rightful dignity by assuming the form of a bondservant and being made in the likeness of men. He became completely human, but was without sin, being fully God and fully man. After he was found, in terms of his outward appearance as a man, 
for divinely appointed timing. He humbled himself still further by becoming obedient to the Father to the point of death, even death on a cross. For this reason, also because he obeyed and so completely humbled himself, God has highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name which is above every name, so that at the name of Jesus every knee shall bow in submission of those who are in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and that every tongue will confess and openly acknowledge that Christ is Lord, sovereign God, to the glory of God the Father." Wow. (laughs) I mean, when you read your word, it just does something, right? Like it calls you all the way out. Okay. Calls you all the way out. Like it starts showing you where you don't look like God. Okay. Because God truly cares about developing Christ-like character in you. That's actually the Holy Spirit's job. Okay. So somehow it has become more enticing to be number one than to serve. But servitude can't be done for what you can get out of it, right? It's become so popular to be number one that people try to serve just to manipulate, just to to climb a ladder, to be seen as important. They're not doing it from a genuine place, a servant heart. So a way you can distinguish the difference, what would you do if no one was looking? What would you do if no one was looking? Really think about that. I mean, I know for me personally, I know it's been coaching. (laughs) I've been doing that my entire life, at least for sure, since I was 10, right? And then I just developed skills around it and started to understand how to trust the anointing and lean on God through that, right? So there was more that was developed into that, but I would do that no matter what. I would give graciously really costly, painful wisdom, life experience, right? Time, presence to people all of the time, especially when it inconvenienced me. And I would do that all the time. It was just something that was happening all of the time, right? It actually became more challenging to get paid for it, (laughs) strangely enough, because that was just how I ministered. That was how I showed up until I started learning healthy boundaries and all the things, right? But that for me is one of the ways that I know I would do that if somebody was looking or not looking, because that to me is loving somebody well. All right. So for you, what would you do if no one was looking? Servitude is actually strength because you have to be strong to serve. Like you have to have a solid identity to humble yourself. And to do anything that God asks you to do. I know for me, he has sent me to many different jobs that I could have easily been like, I've got degrees. I'm above that. You want me to do that? I ain't doing that. No way. Mm -mm, Lord, no way. Oh, that's the pay? (laughs) Do you know how much I am worth, Lord? I'm not going to go do that job. You kidding me? Right? So he has given me places to go to just give him my holy yes. Will you go here? Will you serve here? Yeah, I see how I provided for you to be educated, but will you go use that over here where it's needed? Hey, yeah, I see what you think you're worthy of and deserving of, but will you go into that dark place and be light just like you want to be over there? Will you go do it over here? So he sent me to companies, to nonprofits, to many different places, and it didn't make sense on the outside. Didn't make sense. 
didn't make sense. Literally physical sense, <laughs> like C-E-N-T-S or S-E-N-S-E, right? Did not make sense either way. And it was a breaking for me and it was a testing for me. Will you just take God at his yes? Will you represent him no matter the position? Will you do it? And it's easy to think that you're going to say yes. Like, of course I will. Yeah, well, watch him put you to the test and see what you actually do. Right? Now, I'll tell you, with coaching, for example, when he put that in a place that was the leak likely, leak least likely, here's words, words, <laughs> the least likely place to receive coaching, like they ain't about it, they don't want to receive that, to coach undercover or to talk about God undercover and watch him work was fascinating fascinating. And it worked. And it worked, right? Like God had me develop a top team in a company undercover. Insane. Just by using his principles and by depending on him. Just being a servant, being a servant, being a nobody. People are like, who's this chick? Where'd she come from? <laughs> God, right? Like, <laughs> literally. And he's had me do it in many different places, but often that looks like you're doing the right thing. You're just being excellent and you're being punished for it and you're being ridiculed for it. So that is why servitude is strength. You got to know who you are. You got to know whose and whose you are. You got to know what the mission is, who you're serving, and just be found faithful and trustworthy a day at a time, a step at a time, and a moment at a time. But you've really got to be strong to serve because some of the things that God will tell you to go serve ain't fun. They're not pretty. They're messy. They're dark. They're dysfunctional. And you got to be committed to keeping your light on. No matter what, that ain't a weak person, I promise you. And that isn't even what a human can do. That is supernatural. But that is what a human partner with God can do. But you've got to decide that and partner with God. If you partner with God, he will do exploits with you. But if you don't, it'll just be probably an outcome you are not looking forward to, right? The truth is arrogant people are usually the weakest people, right? They've got this camouflage out here. I'm this big deal. You can usually tell the louder they are. You know what I mean? It's kind of like a peacock walking around. Like you're all just like in your face. I'm like, yeah, you're hiding a lot actually underneath that disguise, right? Because beneath a disguise, typically with arrogant people, is a weak person with a false sense of importance. Yikes. That doesn't manifest beautiful things. That doesn't manifest godly things. That manifests selfish things, self-centered things. Controlling, manipulate controlling and manipulative things. To be a servant, you have to be safe and strong to serve, right? You have to feel safe and strong. Because a lot of times, especially if you're a good, kind-hearted person, people have taken advantage of your service, of your kind heart. So you have to look at that so that you can actually be safe and discern the difference between a place where you really can serve and where you can't. Right? The Bible makes it really plain. Don't cast your pearl before swine. Doesn't get much clearer than that. <laughs> right? So you got to know who can receive you and who can't. And if people can't receive you, God says shake off the dust and keep it moving. Right? But usually if we've been traumatized and not healed, we can't do that. So we can't allow others to change who we are. That's often where people-pleasing and codependency come into play. We let other people, their reactions to us, their opinions of us, change our identity and our behavior, okay? And when we're weak on the inside, we allow that to happen. When we become stronger and have this strong sense of self, we can serve. And service is powerful. 
It's really, really powerful. It's not weak. So the only job available when we are a king's kid, when we are an ambassador of the kingdom, is service. So the question I would have for you is, are you of any service? Give your life to service. If you don't know the call in your life, it is to serve right where you are with what's in your hand. And when you serve right where you are with what's in your hand, God keeps leading you to other places where you serve right where you are with what's in your hand. Okay? And that starts to look different. You know? People could start to look at you and be like, man, like, how are you doing all this stuff? Well, I'm serving right where I am, what's in my hand. And God just kept adding more. But it wasn't too much because I was working my process. So I developed a healthy stewardship to be able to handle this capacity. Now, if he threw way too much on me, I wouldn't be able to handle it. But God doesn't give us more than we can bear. But we've got to be found faithful with what we've got if we're actually expecting more. So we've lost our mind to power. Many people in the world have lost their mind to power. And no one has humility. But humility is actually a superpower. Humility is a superpower. I wrote about this. God gave me a download the other day and I was like, whew, but it's humility is everything. Humility is the supernatural ability to trust God completely as our source of life, power, our nature, our healing, to trust him as our source of everything. When we walk this way day by day, moment by moment, as we are facing difficulties and pressures, behaviors, wounding, and triggers in the mess of life, we are able to live yielded to the Father. We are able to partner with him to get his results, his realities into our life. Okay? So really, really think about that. Think about that. Humility. Humility. Without humility, there is no unity. There's no service. So as people, we're often working on the wrong things. We're working on things that just don't work. (laughs) We want to be selfish. We want to be self-centered. We want to be prideful, right? But those don't work. The Bible often is telling us what to do, but these things aren't automatic. Have you noticed? Right? Be wise. Well, the tendency is going to be to be foolish. (laughs) Be strong. Yeah, well, your tendency is going to be to be weak. Be courageous. Yeah, your tendency is going to be to shrink back and be a coward. That's the human nature. The Bible is telling you things as if they're automatic, but they're not. You actually need the Spirit of God to partner with God to produce the supernatural in the natural. So we look to Jesus as this example of selfless humility because he models the way for us. He models dependency on the Father. Okay? So you've got to be strong enough to be who you are that you let yourself be a servant. We're stronger as a lamb than as a lion, right? When we make it about us, we're headed in the wrong direction automatically. What do you need to wrap up in to change the trajectory of your life? Wrap yourself up in being a servant. Die to self. Everyone wants to gain something, but it's a very rare person that actually wants to give something. Give time. Give a compliment. Sow into something. Leave a review. Bless those that are blessing you. 
right? There's things that you can do. Text a prayer to somebody that God drops on your heart. Take somebody out for coffee and encourage them. Especially if you need encouragement, go give it, right? Everyone wants to gain something, but not to give something. You become a disciple at the point that you die. You have to get down if you want to go higher. So what does it mean to really follow God? It means that the highest position we can ascend to is that of a servant. And if you take care of going down, God will take care of your going up, your promotion. If you want to master something, master being a servant. The more you serve, the more you exalt God. The trouble in your life is there to create a place for your pride to die so you can take on the form of a servant. God has already modeled how to go higher, not because you're weak, but because you're strong. And the cross is a process to the crown. We all need this dying place. We all need it. We need to be able to drop our camouflage and trust him to really become like him. So don't worry about getting up and going higher. God's got that part. Worry about going down. God will promote you without your help. God is the one that sets one up and sits another down. He sits one down and raises up another. God does that, not you. He doesn't need your help on that. God has you covered. Stop letting it be about you and make it all about him and he'll blow your mind. Go beyond yourself and serve and serve, right? This is not a fun, sexy message, but when you live these, these are the ones that transform your life, all right? So understanding the price is something that I want to leave you with, okay? What is the price to follow God, to operate in his power? Now, it's interesting. This is from David, Psalm 63. Oh God, you are my God. Early will I seek you, my soul thirsts for you. My flesh longs for you in a dry and thirsty land where there is no water. So I've looked for you in the sanctuary to see your power and your glory. Right? All of us want to see God's power and God's glory. Am I right? (laughs) So here's David. He had seen a glimpse of God's power and glory. He was longing for it. But how was he to get it? Right? So this is really, really interesting. David declares that his flesh longs for God while his soul thirsts. Isaiah says in 26.9 that with his spirit he will seek God. So we have the flesh longing for God, the soul thirsting, and the spirit seeking. Really, really interesting. Okay. It's actually noteworthy too that Moses accounts of the tabernacle we find, the outer court, right? Which is symbolic of the flesh, the holy place, which is symbolic of the soul, and the holy of holies, which is symbolic of the spirit. So this is a theme longing takes one to the outer court, thirsting takes one to the holy place, and seeking leads one to the holy of holies. You tracking? So as we long for God, we go into prayer, which is the place where God begins to deal with and crucify our flesh. He starts showing us where we don't look like God. It's a place of struggle where as we get on our knees each day, all we can think about at first is our guilt, our failures, our great needs. Me, 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 right? We repeat ourselves over and over and over, and God seems a million miles away. Has anyone ever been there? Often, this is why we avoid going to prayer. 
We wonder if we're accomplishing anything. Sometimes we want to fall asleep, (laughs) take a break, really just anything other than be there, right? And what we don't immediately realize is that the longer we are on our knees, the less of the flesh remains. A death begins as we are on our knees. Soon, as God finishes crucifying the flesh, allowing us to die to ourselves, a breakthrough comes and you feel it. And suddenly your prayer becomes real. A river gushes out of your inmost being and your words become meaningful. The presence of God comes in and something real happens to you. You may even begin to weep. That breakthrough that you are contending for in prayer may take a half an hour, an hour, maybe longer, but it will take as long as needed, depending on where you are with God, what your relationship is with him, because he must deal with the idols and the sins in your heart. Any Isaacs in your heart must die, all right, which is what God was determining with Abraham. So if you haven't prayed for a long time, you can't expect a breakthrough after the first minute or two. But many of us do that, (laughs) right? Remember that this is a daily matter. The breakthrough doesn't come once for all time. I die daily. Paul says this in 1 Corinthians 15, 31. There will be a struggle each time we go into this kind of prayer. The presence and the anointing don't come because we died 20 years ago. They come because we died this morning. God does not use leftovers. So the way we'll know when breakthrough comes is that guilt will disappear. Shame will go. The absence of guilt means you've broken through. You have sought God and found him. And at some point, then will come thirsting for him. Your soul will start thirsting for God. It will start thirsting for that freedom, those breakthroughs, that release, that relief, right? David said in Psalm 42, as the deer pants for the water brooks, so pants my soul for you, O God. My soul thirsts for you, God, for the living God. When shall I come and appear before God? And that is exactly what happens to us. Our soul thirsts to come before the living God. It thirsts for his presence. David's imagery here to me is perfect. A deer seeks water for two reasons. One, because he is thirsty. And two, because he's being chased by another animal. (laughs) Right? He knows that his scent will be lost if he gets into the water that he will be safe. So it is with us. We thirst for the presence of God because it satisfies our souls and because no enemy can touch us. I call it the can't touch this anointing. (laughs) The devil can't find us. Can't touch us when that oil's on us. He'll try, but he can't even touch us. He can't grip us. That's why David also wrote, you are my hiding place. So when you find that water for which your soul has been longing for, praise will erupt in you. You will know that you are in the holy place where praise is genuine. There will be none of the matter of fact and routine, praise the Lord, thank you, Lord, God is good all the time, God is good, right? It will become real for you. And every part of your being will be thanking him, even for those things that an hour ago you could not thank him for. Everything will become beautiful. That's how awesome God is. Okay. So, so powerful. Then it talks about the Holy of Holies, right? So in Psalm 63, 2, David spoke of wanting to see God's power and glory. That comes with this 
third stage, the price, right? The seeking and dying to self that must come before an anointing. And this is found in the Holy of Holies, symbolic of the spirit. It's a place where you say nothing and you do nothing. You don't pray, you don't sing, you receive. That's the place David meant when he said in Psalm 42, 7, deep calls unto deep at the noise of your waterfalls. All your waves and billows have gone over me. In the outer court, right, our mouth is talking to God. In the holy place, our soul is talking. In the holy of holies, our spirit talks, deep calling unto deep. And this is where prayer without ceasing is born, where you bask in the glory of God. You are not longing, you are not thirsting, you are just drinking, okay? This is where it says in Psalm 46, 10, David wrote this, Be still and know that I'm God. You are so full that you can't talk. Words would just be inadequate. You are totally in God's presence, and you're not interested in what he can do for you. You are interested in knowing him. So this is where the saying, seek God's face, not just his hand Okay, when we're seeking his hand, it's like just the very first part of prayer. Those who experience this are the ones God can trust with his power. God will not trust power to those who don't love him, who do not put him first place. Right? As you enter this holy of holy place on a daily basis, it becomes more natural and quicker. It may not take you a half hour to break through. It may take five minutes, right? Literally, it's so, so powerful. So you just desire this place. And the first time you break through, you might come out of your room and say to yourself, hello, right? And and other people around you might be able to see that you've clearly been in the presence of God because you'll see it on your face. You'll see this glory on you, right? With Peter, he reached this point where people expected to be healed when his shadow fell on them. So people around you will know that you've been with God. So, so good, right? So there's a scripture in Isaiah. It's Isaiah 52, 1. It says, awake, awake. That actually has to do with prayer. Awake, awake means pray, 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 pray. Stay awake and pray. Be alert. Watch and pray. We see this over and over and over. So as you pray, you then Pay the price to seek the Lord with all your might. Enter into deep prayer, deep love, and make him your number one priority. And as you do that, six things will happen. Number one, you will put on spiritual strength, okay? When you pray, you'll put on spiritual strength. And this is strength that you have against the enemy. It's strength that you have against sin. It's strength that you have against temptation, Weakness will go. As you die to yourself and pray, weakness goes. Then you put on new holy garments, the garments of righteousness. Sin will not be able to touch you. Then anything unclean will not be a part of you. You will no longer have fellowship with wickedness and evil. Then you will stop running here and there looking for someone to pray for you or get you out of trouble You'll shake yourself from the dust, from your misery, from your mess, and you'll arise and be free. And then you can sit down and have a real rest. There will be peace, real peace, the peace of God. And you will lose yourself from the grip of the enemy and the sin that keeps coming back upon us. Wow. 
Now, that's what happens when you pray. So as you can imagine, in Isaiah 52, 3, if we don't awake and we remain prayer without prayer, prayerlessness, we remain under the influence of that, there's actually things that happen because of that. One, because we do not pray, we will sell ourselves to the devil for nothing. We will go back down to Egypt, back into the world. We will become oppressed We will be taken away like slaves. We will wail and howl from the bondage we are in. The wicked will blaspheme God, a condition we see in our country because we do not pray. Whew! Right? So it says in Isaiah 52, 6, Therefore my people shall know my name. Therefore they shall know in this day that I am he who speaks. Behold, it is I. If you desire to know God, The price that you've got to pay is to die to yourself and pray. Die to yourself and pray. As you do that, right, he says, those that seek me shall find me when they seek me with all of their heart. So I just encourage you to think about this. We've been chasing and running after the wrong things. And that's usually accepted in the world, right? Pursue success, pursue happiness, pursue that mate, that partner, that person. But if you're pursuing those things, you'll be chasing them for the rest of your life. But when you seek God and his kingdom, all of those things will be added unto you. But in order to do that, you've got to die to yourself daily. It's not a one-time event. It's a daily process. It's a daily process and it's a practical process. So I hope this message is blessing you. I hope it's a reminder of maybe where you've been drifting a bit. Maybe a call back to the simplicity of the gospel. Right? Think about if you've not known God, maybe you don't know where to start. Or think about when you became a believer for the first time in your life. What was that seek like? I know for me, it was very determined and very childlike I was like well I guess you gotta like go to a Christian store or something and buy a bible (laughs) so that's what I'm gonna do and then I'm just gonna you know peruse these aisles and maybe a devotional will be highlighted to me or something because I probably need a guide I don't know how to do this I probably need a guide for what I'm reading this bible right to unpack it a little bit more and like see what it means and apply it to my life maybe that makes sense right so I'm walking the aisles in this bookstore and I'm like well You know, the things I really desire, I want to hear God's voice. I want to feel, you know, empowered. I want to feel like I can fight this spiritual battle that I'm in that I have no clue how to fight. What did I find? Discerning the voice of God and the armor of God. Game on. (laughs) Right? So then I started reading the Bible and I was up really early and sometimes I'd fall asleep, but I'm like, God, you see my heart. But then I was reading these devotionals and I was taking notes Right? And I started praying prayers. I started reading these prayers out loud because I didn't even know how to pray. But I'm like, Lord, I'm trying. Right? And like, I'm here. And I'm just trusting that like, when I declare these prayers, when I apply your word to my life, like things are going to change. And then they started changing. And now I started getting really interested. And I was just in a season of yes. I'm like, God, whatever you tell me to do, I'll just say yes to. He said, go serve in a recovery ministry. I was like, no. <laughs> like that was the last place that I wanted to go because I had been in AA as a kid. And I'm like, I never want to be in that place again. I never want to smell it. I never want to be in that place, that level of just like, 
darkness and just ugh, like I don't want to be in it, right? Not for me enough, right? And so he sends me back into recovery. Yeah, no, no. He's like, yeah, but while I have you in the season of yes, I need your yes. I'm like, oh, yes. <laughs> so he has me serving there. Then he's like, yeah, and I want you to write. No, God, I'm not going to do that. Like, that's what like depressed people do. Like, that's what like alcoholics and suicidal people do. I don't want to write. He's like, yeah, write. I'm like, fine, I will write. <laughs> so it was a very childlike dependency and seek. God, like, I'm willing to be a total beginner. I have no clue what's going on. But you see my heart. I am totally humbled. I am totally broken. I can't move without you. I just need you. You tell me what to do, and I'll say yes. Even if I wrestle, you will still get my yes. Right? Then when we get to a place where God heals us or he delivers us, then all of a sudden we're like, I'm good. Yeah, like I shaked off that season. Like, look at me. I'm good. Yeah, careful. Because pride comes before a fall. So the minute you think you're good, that's usually when a stumble is happening, right? We need God daily. It is a daily event. It's not just a season, okay? So think about those things in your life. I'm going to call it the old gym, right? It's like a spiritual gym. What did you do when you were truly hungry and desperate for God? Get back to that. Get back to the simplicity of the good news. There's a God. He loves me right? He died for me. He wants relationship with me. He has a purpose for my life. He wants to partner with me. Like, who am I that God wants to partner with me? Who am I that God doesn't have to use me yet he wants to? Like, what? Get back to the simplicity of the gospel, but you can't do that unless you die to yourself. And that's when life truly becomes this wild, fulfilling adventure with God. So this message today is really an invitation. I hope it's speaking straight to your heart. I hope it's blessing you. And I invite you to join us for the power of the anointing. We didn't even get into that, really. (laughs) But it's going to be powerful going to be powerful. It's going to be definitely things that I wish I would have known early on in my journey with God for sure, or definitely knew of when I was a child, right? So we're going to go there. We're going to give you all aspects of the power of the anointing. It's in the Courage Co. Masterclass Bundle. Get in there, invite a friend, do it together, because why? Accountability. Accountability, right? I went to some of these conferences with friends, right? Because now we're accountable to do the word that we were exposed to. We've got to be responsible for that. So we're going to walk it out together. So that's a great gift you can give not just to yourself, but to a friend. Get in the Courage Co. Masterclass bundle. Commit to being trained up, right? And do it in community. Then you got a whole community running with you. It's no small thing. All right, so get plugged into that. You can also go on a beautiful journey with us for an entire year in the God's Vibes Mastermind. We start October 9th. So apply this week. We're shutting down the applications And if you apply, that's how you have a chance to get in. So make sure that you apply. Send it to a friend to get in there too. And until next time, stay blessed. Listen, if you are not plugged into Courage Co. yet, what are you doing? Courage Co. is a faith-based community off social media that you can access from your phone or your desktop literally from anywhere. It is a safe place and a sacred space for you to invest in and live your most courageous and impactful story. You can join us for free 
for prayer calls and challenges, for a monthly subscription where we have monthly masterclasses, or the God's Vibes Mastermind, where you will get live master life coaching at a price that you won't get anywhere else. 12 weeks of content that we will go through together or you can navigate at your own pace. You'll have lifetime access to that. A community of women doing this alongside of you, a workbook and so many other materials to help you on your journey. And I just want you to imagine for a second, having the courage, clarity and focus to achieve anything you desire. Walking into any situation, fully confident, knowing you have everything you need to succeed. Embracing challenges and overcoming obstacles with grace and ease. Feeling only love and compassion for others, no matter how they may have hurt you in the past. Standing up for what you believe in and taking unstoppable action to create the kind of world you want to live in. You're in the right place to take your next step on your journey. When you plug into the God's Vibes Mastermind, I'll teach you how to identify and eliminate the self-limiting beliefs and habits that are stopping you from getting the results you want. I'll teach you how to heal old wounds that have negatively impacted your self-image and self-esteem for far too long. I'll show you how to dismantle the story of who you are and what you can or cannot do in the world. I'll help you expand your consciousness from fear-based limitation to love and compassion and service to the world. I'll help you vanquish the inner enemies that are stopping you from being all that you can be. Release your victimhood and reclaim your power. Develop a aligned mindset and habits to boost your productivity and results. Gain deeper awareness of your own inner light and divinity and achieve the physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual self-mastery needed to achieve any goal. You will learn how to think the way God formed, shaped, and anointed you to think and succeed the way he always intended and show up in any situation as the most powerful person in the room, no matter what challenges might appear on your path. If this sounds like something that you want to be a part of, I want to invite you to join the God's Vibes Mastermind. You can get plugged into it over at Courage Co. You can access Courage Co. at any level at www.courageco.org. Together, we will awaken your inner warrior spirit and unleash your capacity to achieve any goal you can imagine. You will become an example of what's possible with God.